Welcome to High on Healthy, energized by A6 Wellness. Each week, you will learn of the benefits of proper nutrition, supplementation, and personal development to live a healthy and abundant life. Now, here's your personal advocate for living a healthy and active lifestyle, Audrey Kerger. Hello, and thank you for joining me today on High and Healthy, Energized by A6 Wellness. My guest today is Joshua Krosny, who has created the J. Canna Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit organization comprised of affiliates that include cannabis industry experts, scientists, physicians, legislatures, and interested entrepreneurs who work together to promote the advancement of science in cannabis, analytical tests, and personalized medicine. Our affiliates work to share ideas and advance solutions to improve the technologies of the medical cannabis analytical testing, says Joshua. And thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be with you. So I want to jump right in and get to know who you are a little bit more. Um, Let us know what you did before entering into the cannabis industry so our listeners can uh, know who you are, Joshua. Sure. So I um, started getting um, more involved with the cannabis industry in uh, 2015. And prior to that, I um, had a career in staffing and recruiting for the analytical science community. So for analytical laboratories or instrument manufacturers, uh, sample prep providers, things like that. And then uh, kind of before that, I had a background in event planning. So I did big corporate events and weddings and, and parties and stuff like that. So um, given the work that I was doing in the analytical side of things with the staffing and the recruiting, um, I really just saw a need um, for the advancement of science. And it was kind of a segment to me that I felt was underrepresented. So we kind of felt the need to come in and create Jay Canna. And then uh, later we ended up also creating the uh, Canada Science Conference. Well, it sounds like you're doing a lot um, with cannabis now. When did you become educated on the benefits of cannabis and how has cannabis personally impacted your life? So I've always been kind of really interested uh, in cannabis, both personally and on a um, you know professional and business level. Um, but I guess, you know, kind of growing up, obviously, you know, I was exposed to it. I, you know, was a consumer myself. Um, but really back then, uh, like you said, the education starts at a different point than, you know, consumption or use. So I really didn't know a whole lot about it at that point. Um, but really, I would say kind of in 2014, when I was doing a little bit of like groundwork to really see what I was going to do before I kind of made a jump into the cannabis industry is when I really started to learn more and more about things like the endocannabinoid system and other things um, that are, you know, really valuable information that a lot of people just don't know, even people that are consumers or patients. So what are some of the most interesting things that you learned during your research and what do you see as a lack of knowledge for people that are learning and just growing into this industry today? So like one, some of the things that I find really interesting um, and troubling is, is one of the reasons why I got into the industry was the lack of standardization when it comes to testing for quality control. And um, you look at states like California who before, um, you know, Prop 64, when they legalized adult use, prior to that, there was not really testing required for the medical program. So it's kind of interesting. It seems a little backwards that we didn't require quality control testing for a medical program. But now that we're calling it a, a, you know, adult use uh, recreational product, it is. 
Um, and I think it's, it's really difficult. Um, and one of the most interesting and challenging things I think about this industry is no secret that we are a federally, um, you know, still schedule one drug when it comes to the laws and, and our, and our government here. So it, it can be interesting because each kind of state has their own, um, policies and laws when it comes to uh, cannabis policy. So it's instead of, you know, looking at a country like Canada or other countries that are doing this on a, you know, countrywide level, it's almost like when it comes to drug policy, each state is kind of like its own little country when it comes to um, to their laws surrounding that. Well, I think you have a lot of great points, and I look forward to learning a little bit more in depth about that later on in our interview. What I'd like to know is how was the concept of Canna born, and what is Canna's mission? So Canna's mission is really uh, pretty simple. It's just the advancement of cannabis science um, and research and, and technologies and things like that. So um, kind of just uh, doubling on what I was saying a little bit ago is really we just saw a lack of education, a lack of resources, a lack of information um, that catered to cannabis science and specifically um, testing for quality control and extraction um, technologies and techniques. So that really was what we wanted to do. And, you know, obviously there's a lot of great um, other great nonprofits in the industry, like, you know, Americans for Safe Access and other groups that focus, you know, more on the medical applications and the medical side of things. And we just thought that that was the science um, kind of to the core of science was, was not really being represented. And we kind of felt um, almost a responsibility to kind of come in and use our resources. And really one of the things I'm most passionate about is bringing in um, new people into this industry. And, you know, when I say that, I spend half my time in the science community and the other half kind of in the cannabis industry. And I'm always working to try to bring them together. So, you know, you'll see a lot of the companies we work with are like, you know, really large corporate instrument manufacturers, uh, sample prep providers, um, you know, uh, accreditation services for laboratories. So, you know, companies that work with, you know, have government contracts that work with healthcare. Um, so really just like with anyone, it can be uh, challenging to bring new people in, but I think it's great to kind of, bring in these great new voices um, that really can help us, you know, work together with the great industry experts who have kind of brought this plant up to a quality that it is today and work together and really advance the science. Well, I'm really excited to hear what JCANA is doing and their mission and how they want to change the scientific platform of this industry and really bring it to the forefront because that is what I believe is putting this plant on the map. We do need to take a very short break, but when we come back, we will continue our discussion with Joshua Crosney, founder of JCANA and the Cannabis Science Conference. More when High Unhealthy returns in a few moments. Awaken, adjust, and aspire to hear more High Unhealthy after this short rest break. Cannabis concentrates have been around for thousands of years. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apeksupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. Friday night, August 25th, CannabisRadio.com and the United States Cannabis Conference and Expo invite you aboard the hottest party of the summer. Burn like a baller 
and party like a player at high tide. An exclusive VIP experience aboard a luxurious $40 million mega yacht sailing along the intercoastal and all points in between. High Tide is destined to be the can't-miss nighttime networking event for anyone active in the cannabis space. Don't miss the boat. Tickets are going fast. RSVP now at usccexpo.com and search for Mega Yacht Party. That's usccexpo.com and search for Mega Yacht Party. High Tide is presented by the Cannabis Business Awards, honoring cannabis professionals deserving of historical recognition and esteemed accolades for industry progression and innovation. Learn more at CannabisBusinessAwards.com. Join us in Anaheim, California, this October 22nd and 23rd at NCIA and CCIA's California Cannabis Business Conference. With 60,000 square feet of expo floor, over 3,000 cannabis business leaders, and over 100 thought leaders and policymakers, the California Cannabis Business Conference is the place to learn how to navigate the world's largest adult use market. Register today at www.CaliforniaCannabisBusinessConference.com. Let's get back to getting high on healthy, energized by A6 Wellness, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to High on Healthy, energized by A6 Wellness. My guest today is Mr. Joshua Krosny, who advocates for the United States mandate of medical cannabis analytical testing. Medicinal cannabis offers an opportunity to heal people. The last thing we want to see is for medical cannabis to make people sick. If we are not applying very high and complete testing standards, which include analysis of dangerous pesticides, heavy metals, residual solvents, microorganisms, and more, throughout all the stages, including final product, we are putting people in jeopardy. This is extremely relevant, especially when dealing with young children who demand medicinal cannabis for epilepsy processes because contaminated medicinal cannabis offers risks for their weakened immune systems, which is so relevant for this discussion today. We were just chatting about how Jay Canna was created and their mission to bring this to the forefront of the industry. Now, I wanted to ask, what are Jay Canna's focuses and goals for 2018, Joshua? So really, you know, mostly we're just, we wanted to continue to educate, continue to bring awareness to, you know, science and work with great companies and partners to continue to um, advance that. And, um, you know, one of the things that we're going to be rolling out is a membership-based program in the next few months uh, where people can, you know, get a lot of great benefits um, in the way of localized events, uh, publications, um, great, you know, newsletters and resources and things like that. Um, And we're also talking with a few of the states about potentially um, getting involved with – a little bit more involved with some of the state commissions on some of the testing procedures and protocols. So we're really looking forward to that. And just kind of to like double back on um, your intro there. um, You know, I always say that cannabis is, um, you know, very safe and healthy option and cannabis inherently is safe and no one has ever died as a direct overdose of cannabis. But as you were mentioning before, um, you know, when we talk about contamination and, you know, you're, you have all those things that you mentioned, um, that those are issues. And, you know, when you're talking about pediatric or geriatric um, population of medical cannabis patients, they are usually using some kind of extracted um, tincture or some kind of extracted product. And when you take a contaminated batch of cannabis and you put it through an extraction process, there's a high chance that you could also not just extract the cannabis to a more potent form, but also any contamination that is present. So I think that, um, 
you know, we just have to continue to look at that. And I think that's why the standardization is so important. And that's really our biggest platform is pushing for this to be not just nationally standardized when it comes to testing, but also globally. Um, you know, we have an issue now where you can take one sample and send it to five or six different laboratories and get five or six different results. And obviously that's, that's not ideal. Well, I would definitely have to agree. I am in the state of Arizona. I'm not sure how up to date you are with the things that are going on here. But when looking at putting the policy forward that we do need a mandate testing for our medicinal products that are going out now, that was actually pushed through and then right at the end was voted out. So here where I'm living and what I'm seeing with clients and patients today is that is a huge lack of understanding what's in their medicine and how it can help them, but also what truly could harm them. And to put it on a patient to have to go and do the testing when they're already so uninformed is really something that we need to reevaluate. And so I'm glad that Jay Canna is pushing that forward, not just on a local level, um, state by state, but also national and globally. Now, I wanted to switch gears really quick. And I wanted to talk about the Cannabis Science Conference. First of all, would you share with us about this marvelous manifestation and what it has grown to over the last few years? Yeah, great. So we actually um, hosted our first Cannabis Science Conference in 2016. Um, and that was, like I said, I think the, the, the community, the science community was underrepresented and people were just looking for somewhere to be um, in the way of you know that kind of relevant content. Um, so we actually, the first year of planning the conference, we went through three different venues um, because we kept outgrowing and it was like far, far before the event. Um, so we were filling up the you know exhibit floors and the attendees, and we just kept continuing to look for new venues and and stretch ourselves as much as possible. And then um, in August of 2017, it was our first year we moved to the um, Oregon Convention Center. So we right now we just do the one um, annual cannabis science conference, and we are going into our third annual conference that'll be. Um, August 28th and 29th at the Oregon Convention Center. But uh, we are also in the beginning stages of planning an East Coast show for the spring of 2019, so kind of a cannabis science East, if you will. Um, and really, um, it's funny because I'm based in Baltimore, Maryland, and a lot of people say, well, why do you do this conference uh, in Portland? And I always say that, you know, it's just, it wasn't ready in the East Coast back in, you know, 2015 when we were starting to plan this. But now, I think when you have states like Maryland and Pennsylvania and New Jersey and Delaware that are really all surrounding us, and even Florida is not, you know, that far from, you know, places like D.C. or Maryland or um, Pennsylvania where we were looking at maybe doing a show. So we really think that the East Coast is ready for something like this. And I also kind of think that the way that things seem, it's like it almost seems like the East Coast really is trying to take a more medicinal approach and scientific approach to what they're doing because we're still mostly on the East Coast looking at medical markets, not adult use markets like we're seeing more of on the West Coast. Well, I am really excited to see the growth that you've had over the last few years with the conference and the fact that so many more participants are coming and they're not coming just to speak, but there's more participants coming to learn as well. And to see that the East Coast is kind of following the footsteps of the West Coast and opening up their mind and looking at cannabis more 
as something that really can help the general population and hopefully the global economy as well as the health of the entire planet. Um, I think that it'll be very exciting to see this East Coast conference coming up as well. And I wanted to know with this conference is about sharing the importance of learning all you can about cannabis. Why do you feel this is such an important subject? I think that like there's a lot of like I always call them bridges to gap. Um, and I think that, you know, we look at patient education is so important. I think it's important for consumers or patients to be aware of, you know, what they're taking, why it's working for them, what their endocannabinoid system is, um, just that basic knowledge and understanding. I think obviously there's a huge gap in, in physician education. Um, we're just now in the past couple of years starting to see, you know, the tiniest bit of, you know, cannabinoid information being incorporated in some medical medical um, education but really it's it's next to nothing and you know going back you know before this you know last year or so it really was non-existent so we work with a lot of great um great doctors that are medical doctors from harvard and and other places we you know one of our speakers is dr sue sisley who is a great um individual she's with the scottsdale research institute if you're in arizona i'm sure you probably have heard of Dr. Sue. Um, so she's doing the Schedule One um, license research um, for PTSD veterans uh, with cannabis. Um, and she's the only one that's actually doing that kind of work right now. Um, and one of the resources that we really utilize to kind of spread the message and kind of make our voices louder is we've been really lucky to have the opportunity to work with some really great um, celebrity influencers as like keynote speakers. So this year, our celebrity plenary speaker is uh, Fran Drescher from you know, film and television, The Nanny. She also um, runs a foundation called the Cancer Schmancer Movement that's all about um, the prevention and early detection of cancer. Fran has been both a patient and advocate of cannabis herself personally, and she's recently started to be a little bit more vocal, and um, our show is kind of the first show where she's going to come and, and speak and talk about you know, her thoughts. Her talk's actually called My Journey from Cancer to Cannabis. So I think, <clears throat> I think that'll be really interesting for people to hear um, they've actually been incorporating cannabis education into their nonprofit education platform, Cancer Schmancer, over the past couple of years. Uh, last year, we were lucky enough to have Montel Williams that joined us, um, and he's been a great advocate for this industry since since the 90s. And I think it's great to you know work with these kind of um, celebrity influencers, like I said, because they have followings, they have you know uh, you know their their social media presence, their you know fan base, and really those kind of voices the more voices that we can amplify our voice as a community, I think the better. Um, so that's been really great. And, you know, we work with a lot of great um, professional um, sports players. We do a panel um, called the Doc and Jocks this year that's moderated by Dr. Uma Donabalin. And um, the panelists are Evan Britton um, and Marvin Washington, former NFL players, and um, Riley Cote, uh, the former NHL player. Uh, who else do we have? Cliff Robinson, we just added to that panel, who's a former NBA player. And then we also just added a female rugby player, professional rugby player. So uh, we're really excited this year to actually have a, a female um, professional sports player added to that. So that's really exciting. Well, I have looked at your lineup and it is wonderful. And I love to see so many people who are in the spotlight and who are respected by the general population sharing their own personal stories because this is how this movement is growing and spreading and there's no hiding it anymore. And the fact that you're providing this wonderful space 
for anyone who wants to come and learn and understand and become educated is absolutely amazing. What is the importance of cannabis analytical testing technologies and how do you see these technologies bettering the cannabis industry and most importantly, the individuals using the final products? Absolutely. I think that going back to what you know we were discussing a couple minutes ago, it's it's really like these are the what stands in between a patient getting a contaminated product or not getting a contaminated product. And it's not just about uh, the contamination issue. I think what we're trying to see, what we're seeing with cannabis is that different cannabinoid profiles work differently for different conditions. Um, you know, right now we, we use the word strain and there's, you know, the, the names, you know, I don't have to really list any of the strain names. We all know the silly um, names that we use. And I mm-hmm. think, you know, for an adult use market, that's great. Um, but I think when you're looking at a medical market, um, I think that more specifically the cannabinoid profile, um, you know, how much THC versus CBD and, and CBN and CBG um, and so forth is more important than like what the strain name is. And without standardization, um, you know, if you go to Arizona or you come to Maryland or you go to Colorado and California and you buy a blue dream, it's going to be different from each place that you get it. You, you, chances are, if you go to the same dispenser you purchased it from the time before, it's going to be different that time. So I think um, it's the contamination, but also uh, the potency um, screening and knowing like how much of each cannabinoid you're getting and really trying to get to more of a targeting um, dosing protocol instead of kind of what a lot of we've seen is kind of start low and go up slow. So we're really trying to get more answers and more research done. And um, if you look at our medical track, you'll see that a lot of the content in there is geared towards um, pediatrics and geriatrics. We actually have um, Dr. Bonnie Goldstein um, from Canada Center's uh, Wellness out in California, who is a pediatrician. That's a great individual that's done so much for children in this industry that are suffering from cancer and other conditions. And we also have Tracy Ryan uh, from Kids, who's going to be also giving a keynote in the medical track. Um, so I'm actually very passionate about uh, the pediatric population. I'm on the board of advisors for Kids, And I think something that I saw early on was that, um, you know, a lot of people agree with cannabis, especially medical cannabis, but there's still a stigma associated with children using cannabis. And, you know, I obviously am not advocating for children to use cannabis, but I think if a child is suffering from cancer or epilepsy or autism, um, there shouldn't be any more stigma associated with that than of adult with the same condition um, using cannabis as an option. So um, we're really passionate about that and we wanna see more pediatric research being done. Um, There's a lot of great work that's going on in California and some other places. Um, But yeah, like I said, I think um, the the pediatric and geriatric community is kind of underserved in our industry. So we really like to highlight the education geared towards those individuals. Well, I love the fact that you want to gear it toward the youngest consumer of these products. And I feel uh, personally touched by that because I am in the cannabis industry based upon my son's usage of cannabis. And it is so vitally important for people to realize with this testing that you're so pushing for that each individual strain can be different. And like you mentioned with the blue dream and going state to state and it being different for instance, it's not just the cannabinoid profiles, but the terpene profiles, the flavonoid profiles, all of these things are interacting with our body and making each and every individual become balanced or imbalanced. And really being able to figure that out on a wider scale 
is something that is so vitally important. And I'm glad, again, that someone like you and your team and the people that are rallying together in the scientific community that are looking at this plant as something that is beneficial for us are really starting to understand that we need to look at this a little bit more. And I love the fact that states are becoming recreational, but I really have heard some wording and verbiage that I think is even a better way of utilizing that every single mammal has an endocannabinoid system. We are all malnourished and imbalanced unless we've been feeding this system and not many people are doing that. Um, It's becoming more and more prevalent, but we're even looking at the word therapeutic usage. Let's get rid of adult consumption. This isn't alcohol. This is something that is creating these receptor antagonists that are creating balance and optimum health for each individual. So I like the fact that you guys are supporting that and working toward that. And with that, we do need to take a quick break. I am so excited to learn more with Mr. Joshua Krosny, founder of Canna and the Cannabis Science Conference. More when High Unhealthy returns in just a minute. Awaken, adjust, and aspire to hear more High Unhealthy after this short rest break. Retail sales of medical and recreational cannabis in the United States are expected to hit $8 to $10 billion. Are you ready to invest in the fastest growing business sector in America? Then you have to check out the United States Cannabis Conference and Expo, Phoenix, October 4th through the 6th. Open to the public. This two-day conference will focus a wide range of sectors, including health care, law, politics, sports, and numerous investment opportunities for entrepreneurs and startups. Hundreds of exhibitors will showcase their products and services to medical patients, caregivers, mainstream consumers, and business-to-business professionals. Join us as we merge business, education, and entertainment with thousands of attendees at the United States Cannabis Conference and Expo in Phoenix, October 4th through the 6th. For more information, go to usccexpo.com. That's usccexpo.com. Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and a approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. The 2018 United States Cannabis Conference and Expo is just days away. August 24th through the 26th at the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. Register now at usccexpo.com. Don't miss out on a jam-packed weekend of education, speed networking, powerful keynotes, plus our can't-miss networking mega-yacht event, High Tide. You still have time to join us in Miami August 24th through the 26th for the 2018 United States Cannabis Conference and Expo. Don't miss out. Log on to usccexpo.com and register now. Let's get back to getting high on healthy, energized by A6 Wellness, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to High Unhealthy, Energized by A6 Wellness. My guest today is Mr. Joshua Krosny, the founder and 
pioneer of a major event based on networking around cannabis science. Check out the Cannabis Science Conference. To give a recap, beginning in 2016, they had about 750 attendees and 75 exhibitors at the Red Lion Hotel, moving in 2017 to downtown Portland Convention Center, which achieved about 2,000 attendees and 120 exhibitors. And excitement is currently building up to this year's conference, expecting over 2,500 attendees and over 150 exhibitors. Joshua is becoming widely known as a true advocate for the forward movement of cannabis science. Now, we were just discussing the real importance of detailed analytical cannabis testing for those who are utilizing this body balancing herb. And now I was hoping that, Joshua, you can share with our listeners why you feel learning all you can about cannabis is so important for each individual out there. I I think it's just so important for people not only to to know the education, like we were talking about before, of obviously like being, you know, in control of your own healthcare, knowing your endocannabinoid system, knowing why this is working for you, trying to learn what might work better or or worse for you. Um, But I also think that like something that can't be forgotten is, I think something that everyone should be educated on is the history of the prohibition of cannabis. Because a lot of people don't know how that all happened. And, um, you know, even people in the industry, I know some, you know, some people I've talked with, with that don't really know the whole facts or they don't know how things actually happen. Um, but I think that really people should look into that and know that that, that was not fact-based and that the war on drugs and going back to prohibition, um, it just, it, 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 it was not the right thing to do. It was about greed and money um, and power. And I think that it was a sad thing because a lot of other countries kind of really just followed our suit uh, when it came to that on this policy. Um, so I think that like that's a really important thing to educate yourself about. And I think that with this industry, and like we said earlier, being a federally scheduled one drug, I think the more educated and the more knowledgeable each individual that's part of this community, and I say community, not, not industry, because you know it's, it's consumers, it's, it's people that work in the industry, it's families of people that are using this, the parents of sick children, sick children. I think it's important for all of us to be as educated as possible for when we're in those situations where we have the opportunity to change someone else's mind who might not think that cannabis is good or, or that it's, you know, reefer madness or all these other things. I think the more educated we can be as individuals to have those conversations, the more minds will be able to change. Well, I have to 100% completely agree with you. And I wanted to jump back into the Cannabis Science Conference. I know that we're very close to the date and I was hoping that you could tell us where this conference is going to be. Absolutely. So the 2018 Cannabis Science Conference is going to be August 28th and 29th at the Oregon Convention Center in downtown Portland. Uh, we are hosting our pre-conference Canna Boot Camp on the 27th, uh, but that for the third year in a row is sold out. Um, so we try to tell everybody like, Hey, this goes really quickly, but it's, it usually sells out about a month or two um, before the conference. But the main conference is the 28th and 29th. And we'll be featuring um, uh, exhibit floor, like you mentioned with over 150 companies. Um, we have three session rooms that we um, do kind of parallel with each other. And the one is analytical science, which covers topics like testing and extractions and research and genomics and genetics. Uh, and then we have our medical cannabis track. And then this year, we're launching uh, for the first time our cultivation science track. And that's been really exciting uh, putting together. I had the opportunity to work with some great friends, um, Autumn Carsey of Cultivo Inc. and Dr. Jacqueline Green and Dr. Roger Kern of Agate Biosciences. 
who um, both Dr. Kern and Dr. Green were uh, formerly with NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, and um, they did a lot of great research on growing agriculture in space uh, and specifically on Mars. So we felt like those were great individuals to kind of help um, work with us to, to build the content for that track, and we're really impressed uh, with, with what we have lined up for that newly added track. Um, so that's what we're looking forward to. And, yeah, you're right. It is very close. I'm, I'll be leaving for Portland uh, on next Friday. <laughs> Exciting. So you're also yeah. very up to date with the status of federal and state by state laws surrounding cannabis. What do you think is most important for our listeners to know today? Well, I think it's important to like know your rights and know what your state's laws are and, you know, know if your state, you know, to pr- know the program. Do you have reciprocity? Like, can you be an out-of-state patient? Uh, what are your rights as a patient? What are you, you, I think that's really important to get connected and show up to these meetings. You know, if there's commission meetings, show up and, you know, give public comment and, and get involved. And I think that, um, you know, really we just, we need to continue to lobby and continue to change minds. I think we're in a great position now uh, with so many um, states in this country have went medical and, and adult use now. I think that we are really on the precipice of things changing. And I think that we just need to continue to, to drive this conversation and, and really work together. You know, I know that this is an industry and a business and everybody, you know, wants to, to make money and, it's, you know, competitive industry. But I think, you know, the more that we can work together and be a unified voice, the sooner that like things can change um, for the better for, for the industry. And I also really would caution people um, to be aware of, the medical versus recreational conversation. I think that, you know, personally, I'm all for, um, you know, normalization and legalization of cannabis. I, I don't think it should ever been prohibited, but I also am a firm believer in we should maintain our medical programs as well as um, adult use programs. And when I say that, I mean, you know, obviously if you stick a medical plant next to a recreational plant, there's not really a difference rather than tagging and taxes. But the thing is, you know, eventually if this moves forward and it is a medical product, patients will be able to get this covered on insurance. It'll be a whole nother conversation at that point. Um, and I always kind of caution that let's not forget that this did start in the 90s, in the 90s, um, in 1996 in California with Dennis Perone and a lot of other great advocates with the HIV and AIDS epidemic. So this started as a medical movement. So I just caution the listeners to like, let's, not try to completely erase medical. And I see that that kind of is a conversation that happens in a lot of states um, once they start, uh, you know, a adult youth program and that's really successful. And obviously, you know, there's more money coming in on taxes and things like that. But I think we should never leave the patients behind in this industry and community because really the patients and the medical community is what allowed us to get this whole spot going and get this, this movement going across the country and really across the world. Well, I like your stance. I like the fact that we do need to remember that this is about helping people get healthy and live balanced and in turn hopefully see our planet balanced and living in harmony once again with each other and this planet. I think it's so important for us to keep that balance, like you said, with having the medicinal side and utilizing programs to help those who are truly in need and then also allowing that adult therapeutic recreational use for each individual to 
find their perfect balance for themselves. You know, we know alcohol is toxic. It's much better, in my personal opinion, to take a puff of THC than it is to drink a glass of wine just due to the fact of the interactions with the body and the chemicals that are created. I wanted to know, Joshua, what are some of the goals that you've set for yourself in 2018 and what should we expect in the next year from you? So really like, you know, one of my biggest goals and it's, you know, kind of a continuing goal every year is to continue to kind of go and educate and spread the word and and get the message out there. Um, You know, we do that obviously with our conference and our events, but I also do a lot of um, traveling and speaking um, at other events. And I talk about, you know, testing and and quality control and and technologies. And, you know, sometimes I talk more about medical things or, you know, the history of cannabis mixed in with some of these things. Um, But really, you know, it's been a great few years because I've had the opportunity to travel around the world. I've been to places like Colombia, Bogota, Colombia, educating on cannabis um, back in April. And I'm going to be heading to Tel Aviv, Israel in October for a conference called Can 10 or Can X. Um, and that is the, the program chair is Dr. Mishulam. Um, so, you know, when you kind of get an email that is inviting you to come speak for uh, Dr. Mishulam in Israel, you kind of run to take that opportunity. So that's really um, something I'm looking very much forward to in um, October. And as well as the conference, uh, I'm also the editor and, and a columnist and writer for a newly launched publication called Cannabis Science and Technology. Um, and we are doing quarterly issues right now, but it looks like we're going to be bumping that up a little bit um, coming to the end of the month to maybe six a year. So it's been great so far. Um, and, you know, really just to continue to, to build on the momentum. And again, uh, like I mentioned earlier, we're really um, in the beginning phases of planning something great here on the East Coast for um, early uh, 2019 in the spring. So we're really looking forward to that and just, you know, growing and getting out there and meeting more people and, you know, spreading the word, really. Well, you- Congratulations on the invitation to Tel Aviv. That is absolutely amazing. Um, So kudos to you on that. I'm excited to watch you continue to grow and share and educate and change minds as you work and travel the world. One more time, where is the conference? When is the conference? How can someone get involved in the conference if they want to participate at the end of August or if they want to participate on the East Coast coming up in early 2019. And what is the best way to stay up to date with you and follow you and what you're doing too? Absolutely. So the conference, again, is August 28th and 29th at the Oregon Convention Center. Uh, Our website is CannabisScienceConference.com. We have all of our agendas and speaker bios and keynotes and everything listed up there. Um, also on there, you can either you know get tickets, uh, we have a link there, or you can also um, sign up for our newsletters that we do, they're usually weekly. Um, and you know we're gonna have more information about the East Coast show coming up on there. You can find Cannabis Science Conference on Facebook, Instagram as Cannabis Science Conference. Um, Jay Canna is on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as Jay Canna. And then I, you can find me on LinkedIn, Joshua Crosney. Uh, I have a page on Facebook, Joshua Crosney, uh, and on in- Instagram, Jay Canna Josh. And I'd love to, you know, connect with the listeners. And if anybody has any questions for the show or for me, uh, they can feel free to reach out through the websites or through any of the social um, platforms that I just mentioned. Well. Everyone, go check out all of these amazing things that Joshua is up to. This is very exciting times that we are living in, watching this prohibition being lifted state by state 
country by country soon global understanding of this miraculous herb and plant is going to be well known and for today we must wrap it up to get your federally legal CBD products, visit AudreyKerger.com or email A6Wellness at gmail.com. We always love connecting with our listeners from all across the world. You can also download this and all high unhealthy episodes by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, and even Spotify. You can also follow the show on social media by searching Audrey Kerger or A6Wellness. And we cannot forget to give a tremendous thank you to our guest today, Mr. Joshua Krosny, founder of Canna and the Cannabis Science Conference. It was so wonderful chatting with you and learning so much today. Thank you, Audrey. It was such a pleasure joining you and maybe I'll have to come on uh, in a month or so and give you a recap about how everything went in Portland. I would love it. And lastly, thank you to my producer, George, for another great show. Until then, awaken, adjust, aspire, affirm, and take action. A6 Wellness. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.